Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and... I'm going to give him a bit of a... Uh, Help. Fucking fine... Yeah. Bit of an assist. Steve Hall. Oh, yes. oh. I feel so loved. feel yeah. so loved. <laughs> if you'd like to text the show, you can get us on 8.12.15. If you'd like to tweet the show, you can get us on at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. If you want to um, fax us... <laughs> yeah. It, oh, I don't think we've got it. What about Telex? I used to love that. Yeah, Telex. What is... Uh, have we got a fax machine, Daisy? No. <laughs> If anyone's cops, listening, wants to send us a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, no, don't say that. We never beg for free stuff. I've got some lovely blotting papers. Yes, I was, I was listening. <laughs> but I didn't... Uh, I wouldn't say yeah. I asked for but it. But that arrived, <coughs> mi- that arrived mid-show, didn't oh, it? So God. if some... If, if, if Romans want to deliver a fax machine as well. But I went and... Uh, I went and got a fountain pen on the strength of the blotting paper. You I, didn't. I, 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 tra- I got the traditional cart before the you horse. You did not. <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, Chris it's Holton a shame is to waste that blotting paper. Frank, Chris Holton has tweeted us. And is filled in the blanks by saying, Morning, Peter, morning, Richie. Very good. Actually, the morning, Richie. Yeah. I say it normally in an Australian accent, so it is Richie. So yeah. really, it should be Morning, Peter, morning, Jim. Oh, OK. Because it would be normally Peter West, the host, and Jim Laker, the other <laughs> commentator. Thank heavens we've cleared that up. <laughs> I once all over London was stiff with stress. Yes, I once <laughs> heard a, a Jim Laker commentary on the cricket. Um, and there's a dog ran on the onto the cricket pitch, and when people used to take dogs to, they could just run into sports grounds, yeah. and it went, and it ran round a bit, and somebody tried to catch it, and they couldn't, and then it, it eventually it sort of sat down, and he said, uh, "Dog still on the pitch, it's uh, lying at a sort of deepish mid-off." <laughs> 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 Fabulous. Well, cricket joke for you there. <laughs> Tell you what was in the paper today. This is a oh. regular trope in the tabloids and on the telly. Which on. Only today did I think, oh yeah, this is a thing, isn't it? And it's what it is. It's a scuffle in an overseas parliament. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that in an overseas suit. They they love it. A scuffle. We never have it. one here, do we? I can never remember yeah. a scuffle. Well, and, and, and never does a good punch land. It's always like five-year-olds fighting, but they're in suits. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But uh, uh, and what, the Ukrainians <laughs> are the best at this, obviously. Well, this was the Turks <laughs> today, I think. Oh, was uh, it Turks? It's nobody's business, but the Turks. <laughs> Turks, and, <laughs> um, Turks and Caicos. But sorry, Turks and Caicos. I believe that's an area, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. an island, isn't it? Oh, is it? Caicos. Yeah, the island Caicos. Is that where Mary Berry goes for a holiday? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? No, British Caicos. But isn't the subtext always, oh, these people from overseas, they're not... They're not like us. <laughs> Look at them. Look at them. That's what... That's yeah, what yeah, they never say that, but when no. they show it on the news... They might the, the newscaster <laughs> might as well say, "Look, look at these!" Like, oh. sort of vestiges of the the old Pathé newsreel. Yeah. It, yes, yes. Um, they could just go, "Oh, bless." Yeah, exactly. But now there is a sense of because it's it's us, isn't it? Then there's a gap. That's what they're really saying. Why do they fight so much, though? I don't know if they fight that much. If you've got all the world's parliaments to uh, to choose, it's probably set up by the British press. <laughs> 
It's a honey trap. Yeah. <laughs> well, most most of the fights drunk. in the House of Commons happen in the bars where it's not televised. Yeah, you say that, but a lot of the fights you get on um, on the telly and stuff from for overseas parliaments are from co- uh, countries that don't drink alcohol. That Put is that true. in your yeah. pipe and ah. smoke it. Or maybe that's what they do. There's always a very fat man. <laughs> <laughs> there's always one very fat man with sort of white ice cream hair and a very ill-fitting suit and throwing well, a there's Usually, and this, this, this adds to our view of, of overseas um, politics um, uh, general, it's, 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 there's often people who, who don't have, like, ties on and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be a bloke with no jacket and no... <laughs> like, like, as a, as a, someone's driver coming. <laughs> You know, I've been outside an hour. It's <laughs> going on. quite satisfying if you just heard, if it was you watching BBC Parliament one day and you just hear Ed Balls just go, Bundle! Yes. <laughs> yes. Ed Balls, I could imagine that happening. He's got so little to lose, facially. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Simon from Epping has yeah. texted us regarding fights breaking out in, or scuffles in, in uh, Parliament. And he said, fights can't happen in our Parliament. Well, any more, that is. There are two red lines in the carpet. I like that he's so specific about yeah, the carpet. Yeah. On each side of the house in front of the benches, two sword lengths and a foot. MPs are not allowed to cross these lines during debates. That's okay. interesting, isn't it? Well, you've got previous of that manner. You've been to that crib, haven't you? I have, but it suggests that, that um, if a fight... If it got to the level where there'd be a fight, people would say, oh, I would like to hit him now, but <laughs> it's just really insulted me, but I can't go over that red line. It's not how human beings yeah. work. Didn't Michael Heseltine once pick up the... Um, the mace. The mace yeah. and start... Not as in, like, a spray. I find that so thing. hot, I can't even... T- I can't even... <laughs> what? I find it very hot that he picked up the mace. Yeah. Why? I don't I just find it quite attractive, because it's quite macho and testosterone-y. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he was like that though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. I tell you what I liked Tarzan, about they called him what I liked name. about Michael Heseltine. This is one for the kids. You know, <laughs> I know you're all picturing him now. He, he kept the long hair, didn't he? And he had that thing that blonde hair. You, you rarely get blonde hair in the working classes unless they've, they've used sun in. <laughs> <laughs> but the the posh people have natural blonde hair. I don't know where that comes the from. A lot of posh people. people. A lot of the posh have natural blonde hair. It still refers to them as the posh people. But he also his eyebrows were extremely blonde. He looked he looked like a lovely country house with thatch roof and a little bit of snow on the eaves. <laughs> That's what he looked like, Heseltine. Yes, but okay. what did Alan Clark say about him? That he was a uh, working class because he bought his... He said, the sort of man that buys his own furniture. Wow. <laughs> that was his definition <laughs> of being working class. To be, f- to be fair, a friend of... A woman I went out with, her family bought a castle. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they said, are you leaving the furniture to the people? And they said, well... Where can we take it? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like all big, like baronial thrones and stuff like that. So there you go. Yes, I went out with someone whose family owned a castle. I bet her parents were thrilled. <laughs> Actually, yeah. they should have been. They were. You're a lovely yeah. man. They, they claim that the portcullis was jammed, but I, I, <laughs> I was never sure. Was this was this post your? Success. Yes, it was. Right, so oh it's not. God, yes, I couldn't couldn't get into a castle <laughs> in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't buy my way into a castle. Steve. Frank, yeah. we've had another uh, text in. This is about the saints. I used to swim again. They used to call me Moti. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, carry on. Um, stop it. This is about the saints. Oh yeah. Frank M and Owl the non-believer. Well, does that still stand for you? Uh, um, more of an agnostic than. Uh, okay. <sighs> 
after you're a shaft Catholic, this one. Yeah. Um, long-time <laughs> listener, second-time contactor. Having been educated at Catholic convent school for five years in Edgbaston, not far from Frank's Central Reservation. No. <laughs> I, I would like to tell you that it's not just lost causes that need prayer. My old Oh, yes, we, we had a, an email last week about um, a, a guy went out with a woman and he lost his car keys on the beach and she prayed to St Anthony, twirled round three times and they appeared. Yeah. In mid-air, yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've added a bit, obviously, I've talked, I've embroidered a bit. Anyway. <laughs> Live on Channel 4 with Darren Brown. Yeah. Uh, my old religious education teacher, a sweet, nervous Polish lady, used to pray to St Francis when a wasp always used to come in the classroom. Generally it worked with them flying out of a nearby window. I'm a little lapsed, but I found this method preferable over the large gobby girl in my class who would squash it in a book. Hmm. I, um... Yes, I can... St Francis, uh, of course, is always pictured... Like with animals all yes. around him, so I suppose, yeah, he was a sort of a flypaper saint. Yes. <laughs> the idea that they went, they went to him, I'd have gone for the Archangel Michael and just blown it out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Flames. <laughs> That's what kids need, you see nowadays. They want fireworks. They don't want prayer. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. What larks you've been having with your apps, Frank, you and Charlie? Yes, I've got out during <laughs> that break. Getting his apps out. During the break, I got my... I didn't get my abs out. That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get them out. They're so deeply buried. <laughs> my apps. Yeah, I got, I got out my firework um, app. Yeah. What's your other app? Your robot one? I've got um, sci-fi special effects. Went down well with Charlie. Oh, yeah, Charlie <laughs> loves that novelty childish app. <laughs> Did you understand? download that hoping there might be some quotes from Perkins? Oh. No, it could have been. <laughs> just, they're just robots. See, I was, I was buoyant. Twenty-nine minutes has taken you to bring that up. I was buoyant then, buoyant mm. in my enthusiasm, and then Steve Hall. <laughs> hey, I, the, the, I, I was trying to do it in a hey, constructive way. The lead, the lead overcoat, <laughs> put is on my shoulders, and I'm weighed down. <laughs> no, it was. Um, it's. It's just. Um, I'll play some after, maybe. <laughs> I think they I should just be. Check the, uh, check the rights issues. <laughs> <laughs> there should be some sci-fi. You just you press a button, it makes a sci-fi noise. You press another button, it says someone or something. That's one of your quotes, isn't it? Yeah. Was he, was he doing? Is he taunting me? I feel like a, <laughs> I'm trying to. This is this was meant entirely affectionately, and it's backfired horribly. I feel like a spider under a magnifying glass <laughs> on a hot day. Steve, what's uh, Perkins' last line in the whole of Doctor Who? Can you remember? Uh, so if the, the, the good Lord willing and the creeks don't rise. <laughs> I should if he'd have said that by mistake. <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, I can't remember now. Text in if you can remember. Yeah. That's I a think good text it was, in. It was um, sure good up to about meet, it. It's good to meet you, uh, Doctor. No, I know what it is. I remembered it. And then it's I something remembered it. Like, no, let me do And it. good luck. I think it might be. No, that's a terrible line. It wouldn't be <laughs> that. I didn't write it. Don't look at me. <laughs> it was. A, a, a job like that could change a man. No, that wasn't oh. the last line. That might be the last line that sticks in your memory. It was so beautifully delivered. The Guardian. <laughs> well, I hate it when an old actor goes on about his last part. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I, uh, yes, I'm, well, I'm growing this for a part, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, you couldn't see what I was referring to there. Thank God. <laughs> but that's the kind of work I'm doing now. So, um... Oh, Perkins, Perkins Nights. Yeah, oh god, oh, yeah, I won't be, be buying that DVD. Yeah, me sort of DJing dressed as Perkins, <laughs> um, 
In case you don't know, Perkins was a character I played in the popular sci-fi series Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay, so um, I like I like to throw in a footnote. It's very David Foster Wallace. <laughs> so um, it was Valentine's Day. It this was. Week. Is it all right to talk about it with you guys? Oh, no one's absolutely. had any bad. Uh, oh, lovely. Here's a thing. Here's a thing. Here is a funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> I buy, every year I buy Kath 12 red roses. That's so nice. Yeah, it's not original, but it's nice. It's from from the heart. Yeah. Well, it's and from the florist. Yeah, it is from the florist. <laughs> it's uh, from the PA, I think you'll find. <laughs> no, it's called the heart, <laughs> the local florist. Um, and, um, and this year, she bought me 12 as well. Sharp. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, it's the feminists, they're rising up. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. If I'd have known we were going to take it in turns, I could have saved myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you. I know, but it's a, now we've got a house full of red roses. I bet next time, Steve, he does a series of Room 101 and they say, what would you like as your end of series present? He goes, 12 red roses. <laughs> and can you refrigerate them, please? <laughs> does it mean you've got to go 13 next time? I'm thinking 15. Yeah. Oh, that's how I gamble. <laughs> I want to blow her out the water. <laughs> I think maybe she's done that. She won't buy them next year. I'll have gone higher. It, 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 was, it, it was lovely. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong. It was lovely. I bought her a, a book on running. Oh, that's nice. Which afterwards I thought, is that all right to buy? Yeah, yeah. Is that a hint? Yeah, next, next year a book on dieting. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that absolutely is not required by my no. very svelte girlfriend. Very svelte. Svelte, you're an Ericsson, that's what I call her. <laughs> that's so nice that Kath got you flowers. Yeah, it's I unusual, like isn't it? Because yeah. uh, there was a slight part of me that thought, has she been sent these by someone else? <laughs> and she says, oh, I bought you 12 red roses, just to justify the fact they were in the house. Yeah. Do you have to write a note? Do you, do you write something romantic to accompany them? You mind your own damn business. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, some people, they push it too far. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so I got um, twelve. That's uh, so nice. And then in the evening, yeah, you know, we thought we'd. What did you do? Did you go for thought, dinner? Well, we thought we'd do something romantic. What did you do? Um, we watched uh, Take Me Out. Oh, <laughs> lovely! Which I've never watched all the way through. Let the penis see the colada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. He said some good stuff, though. I, I, I must admit, I was very enamoured of Paddy McGuinness. I've never yeah. seen a man so at home on a TV show. <laughs> he really... There was a bit where a woman said something... Uh, she said, well, you know, I wasn't... Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I like him anyway. And he went, oh, hashtag orcs. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, that's fabulous that you've said that. I'm going to say that all the time. <laughs> His uh, Let the Construct is one of my favourites. Yeah. Did he do any that night? Oh, he did a lot of those. He's done I... Let the Chimney See the Sweep. <laughs> I'm still not 100% about. No. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was very fine. There's one that was a little bit of a, of, a, of a fracas between... Oh, this woman said something a bit strange, and he, he just started going... <laughs> What happened then? <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> and, and it was really funny, I did. So, um, was there one of the men? They always come down dancing, don't they? I tell you what, they had. They, they had, love a dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a slightly older man. Oh, and then it went do 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 do. <laughs> Isn't just, that awful? When all the lights go off, they're old. Get a, don't get me wrong. He was young. He's a lot younger than me. But I just thought this is not. This is not right. <laughs> what it, are we is, talking? Forty. 
Yeah, probably someone like that. Oh, how embarrassing. But you know the bloke you know blo- you used to see at the club? And you used to stand, like, on his, <laughs> on his own with a pint, and you used to think, just get out. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Remember when they used to have the old people on Blind Date? They'd have an old people round. And oh, I turned like, it off when it was the old people. I mean, no, I mean come on. <laughs> I mean, Blind Date's supposed to be a metaphor, not a... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> death, death date they had the following week. <laughs> Bedridden date. <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't like those. I mean, I'm all, don't get wrong, I'm all for an old love, but I know. Um, oh, do, you will be. Do you find yourself? <laughs> when do you I watch, find myself? When, mind your own business. <laughs> I've told you. Stop prying. <laughs> do, do you find yourself subconsciously working out who you would like to to pick? I can't you? possibly. Yeah. Can't possibly. Of course Which, you do. I'm not subconscious. We spoke openly about who was the best looking. <laughs> oh, did you? Kat's very good at that, actually, because Kat has been quite jealous in, in the past. Yeah, she's not too jealous anymore. Um, no, what does that tell you? <laughs> um, but uh, she... W- we watched the last 25 minutes of the 2014 Miss World the other night oh, on yeah. London Life. Oh, and she... Give um, my love to 1973. <laughs> yeah. She's, um... <clears throat> we, you know, you have to... She picked who she thought was the best looking, and I thought um, I'd pick mine. Of course, I'm of an age now. I picked Julia Morley. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I had a lovely Valentine's Day. I had a lovely time. Did you? We bought each other the same book. I, we, I actually made that made me sick. That's like the Red That's, Roses yeah. thing. Yeah. It's the news yeah. tradition by each other the same <laughs> present. Yeah, it's very nice. You prepared to say what the book was? Yeah, so it's not the Kama Sutra. Thank you for that. Fifty Shades of Grey. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it was called As You Wish, and it was uh, the making of the Princess Bride by one of the people in it because we both like the Princess Bride. There you go. I don't What's the Princess Bride, Steve? The Princess, it's a classic 1987 film. Carrie Elway's Robin Wright. <laughs> Enchanting. <laughs> it's a screenplay these, by are, William Goldberg. Are you Gold. using false names to protect me? <laughs> 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 Carrie Elway's. That sounds like a, an instruction on yeah. a flat pack. Can I be honest? <laughs> <laughs> these were your central reservation years. It was peak central. Is it a girl's film? Peak Come CR. on, be honest, no. is it a girl's film? No, it's, it's, it's written by William Goldberg. Yeah, Hello. yeah, yeah. William Goldman. So are most Hollywood films, as we discussed. It's got your fella from Homeland in it as well. What's, uh... Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, Mandy Patinkin. You won't know him. He doesn't know anyone. I thought, oh, no. you, were I you, not, I thought you were a Homeland fan. If no, it's not no, on Channel... No, what? <laughs> if it's not on Channel 5, I remember her dad was the battleship man, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I had respect for her. I always respect an engineer. You know that. And no, what about Homeland. a new series of Gotham coming up? I know that. I'm very excited about that. I've been sent some uh, DVDs. Have you? Yeah, I thought I'd know a man or one <laughs> You've been sent the DVDs <laughs> and what have I been sent? Nothing! <laughs> I've got an umbrella... And a Gotham PD uh, badge. But you've been sent TV? I cannot believe that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm the only person I know who really loves Gotham. I know. <laughs> Suddenly the blotting paper seems much, much less yeah, no, 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 I can't. That'd be wrong to say that. <laughs> what about this, then? I was talking to my two and a half... You know that the funny things they say? Yes. Is, is a trope I've always been very anti until I had a child. <laughs> and then it, when they start saying funny things, at your expense, I yes. think it's kind of OK. So, um... I'm talking about... He, he's having his, um... What, I think his second-ever sleepover... 
because his his uh, his grandpa is coming to stay, Aww. and so he's staying. I, I won't go into the details, um, but I said, so you know, your grandpa's coming, and uh, Nanny Sandra's coming, and he said, Sandra. <laughs> He's two and a half. I love that child. I know, but I felt I felt the whole of Birmingham quake. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, this is what happens when you bring up your kids down south. <laughs> he actually corrected me without a second thought. Sandra. Oh, well done, Buzz. That's going to be awkward, <laughs> isn't it? That, how, how many times is that going to happen now? And he says, he's already ashamed of me. He's going to be <laughs> like, Father, can you drop yeah. me here, please? Yeah. You have to start oh. coaching him on different words. Toothpaste. <laughs> Yeah, back, exactly. back to back to birthday. Yeah, it, <laughs> I still think I don't say that. <laughs> that, that one occasion when Bert Reynolds was fifty. Absolute, <laughs> absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm going to do another the funny thing. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting out of my system now. Apologise for people at home who hate this sort of stuff. But um, I was reading the Peppa Pig book, and the last page says. If you saw a shooting star, what would you wish for? So I said, right, if you saw a shooting star, what would you wish for? He said, wet wipes. Um, <laughs> you know, I probably would as well. There has been occasions in my life wipes. where that would have been my first wish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love a wet wipe. Yeah, they're brilliant, aren't they? Brilliant invention. Multi-purpose. I mean, they're... F- Stylist's best friend. Is that right? Yeah, because they get off stains without leaving residue. From clothes, I mean. Do they get off stage? Yes, they do. Let me show you sometime. Okay, let's do it now. (laughs) Can you commentate, Steve? Absolutely. A a sort of cricket commentary, very detailed. (laughs) Morning, Ian. Morning, Richie. The wind wind blowing through his long blonde mane as he comes in from the Vauxhall lane. (laughs) And and, and yes, he has. Removed that stain almost completely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... Another thing I've spotted, which... Now, I... You know the old nature-nurture thing? There are things that a child learns and things that are actually in deep, deep in in the spirit of the human being, a sort of tribal root. Yes. And boys in particular, I watched him the other day, and I, I honestly, I promise you, he hasn't got this from watching his parents. I watched him... Not even in an act of naughtiness, but just in a casual... He was doing something else at the time. Picked his nose and wiped it underneath (laughs) the table. (laughs) Now, underneath the table, that's something... I mean, where did that... Did did cavemen do it, like, underneath... (laughs) You know that sort of very furry bit at the bottom of a sabre-toothed tiger? (laughs) Would they have wiped their nose on on there during a... It's like an inbuilt baby instinct, like when they yeah. check their falling mechanisms. So yeah, it's, it's but that, I would honestly, I, I can't I imagine seeing anyone do that. Yeah. If there's any um, geneticists in or biologists who can help yeah. us with that, don't listen to our show. No, you, you probably. <laughs> you're probably mad. But has that made you paranoid that you might have been doing it and not? not no, realized? I definitely <laughs> haven't been doing it. Get that out of your head. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall is with us this morning. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Ebodidly! You've had a tweet this morning. Have I? Why? Well, I wish you'd kept that to yourself. <laughs> well, I was scoffing at the idea of uh, what? Did, who did I say wasn't? going to You be said listening? you don't get people like geneticists listening to our show. 
Well, it turns out you do get quite intelligent people because we've had a tweet from somebody who says, uh, Dave, his name is. Dave. D-A-B-E. <laughs> okay. I hope they're marking the birthday today of Mr. W.H. Auden. I didn't know it was his birthday. Hashtag Q Siren. H- hashtag what? He says hashtag Q Siren. Q Siren. That's the wrong... Uh, I know. Yes. I know. Okay. Oh, it's the wrong... Right, it's here. Yes, that's a bit of a... Oh. I, I, I don't know if that's a joke or... I, I think it might not be. It's a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag orcs! <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm biling down. I was actually looking for the siren there, but once again, I've been let down. So, um, yeah, W... I did a, I did a thesis on WH Orton. Did you? Great hair. What was the title of the thesis? Oh, I don't remember. I, mean, I feel confident ago. it wasn't great hair, which is my <laughs> observation. That's a long time ago. I wrote it in Sanskrit. <laughs> yes. It was... Uh, um, but in ca- if anyone's any slightly interested in poetry, I, 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 I recommend you read Musée de Beaux-Art, which is a poem about three Bruegel paintings. Slimy. <laughs> oh, absolute radio here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So let's, let's get back down to earth. <laughs> EastEnders! <laughs> Oh yes, did you watch it? I I what I saw a tiny I saw about a minute of it. Which, which is, one? Which is more than I've Well I'll tell you. Because it's happened. called hashtag EE Live now. They made it all trendy. Is that well I'll tell yeah. that, that's what it's actually called now. That's what I call it. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what happened and then you'll be able to identify what happened. You'll I, tell us what happened. We all saw it. No, no, but I, the the bit I saw, okay. I, I was I was I was flicking. I was um Me and Kath have become slightly obsessed with um Cucumber, mm-hmm. um, the, um, the the Radio Four drama. So we've been um, watching that on. Uh, with, anyway, oh, Russell T Davis. I'm not yeah. recommending that to any young children because it's quite um, it's quite grown up. But anyway, so we were flicking about, and then I landed on EastEnders. Now um, it was Cat. Cat was in it. Cat Slater. Oh, she's back. Wearing <laughs> a, a dress that was. Less than a fiver. I, I was a bit taken <laughs> aback. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a fashion term? I mean, there's many fashion terms for... Dre- is there a dress term that, that, that you'd call post-watershed? I'd call it nout. OK. This Wearing was, nout. It was very post-watershed, and this was at, like, 8 o'clock at night. I mean, there was, it was extremely revealing on the upper areas. Oh. And um, it reminded me of the last two tangerines in the stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's why it's hashtag EE live. It's, it's double. It's actually double E live. Yeah, okay. But it was. Uh, I, so I was quite shocked by that. And, but then she's still going for the no makeup makeup look. That one. Well, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a very oh, attractive woman but, woman. but she grabbed Sonia. So there's two people who I remember from <laughs> you know from yeah. uh, who I recognise because they're always called, there's always called someone like Enid Wallace. <laughs> or that you know she plays Enid Wallace in EastEnders, <laughs> and I said, "Well, that doesn't mean anything to me." You yeah. know her; she's married to Paul Harris. You know Paul <laughs> Harris in it. You know Paul <laughs> Harris who runs the the watch shop. But I mean, it means nothing to me. <laughs> people like Daisy; these people are massive stars. I know that, but so she grabbed Sonia, yeah, uh, and she pushed her face into an enormous cake on she the didn't. bar. <laughs> now, yes, in EastEnders, and I thought, this, has it gone a bit slapstick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then she looked up, and I tell you what, it was. I, I, I understand it was live this week, and I, I've done some custard pie work in the past. <laughs> um, 
That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, but often it doesn't really... That's what it doesn't do. It doesn't stick. So people go into a custard pie, and they come out with no custard <laughs> on them. And it's all a bit of a letdown. But she... I don't know if she's very porous, <laughs> or, um, or if she's one of those women who looks like she's emerging from a, a seeded dandelion. You know, you get some very heavily fluffed. Um, Kate, Kate wins it, I've been told, combs her face every other day. Size, uh, size nines? Yeah, um, but... Um, she she it really clung to her, so it was a very good um, custard pie moment, and that's it. That's the first minute of EastEnders I've seen <laughs> for about ten years, and arguably the last. Although I have major respect for it as a social phenomenon, but it's not my cup of tea, darling. Do you know what I mean, <laughs> Treacle? I uh, I once auditioned to be on EastEnders. Hold it! Oh, I love <laughs> it. I think I think music, and then we come. Oh, I love a cliffhanger. I love, oh, humiliation! That's <laughs> <I>, my bag. <laughs> I love a cliffhanger. I know I used to personally show a Cliff Richard for a living. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. So we're talking EastEnders. Yeah. Yes. Dramatic week in East End. So I, so I should explain. I I grew up, grew up in Boreham Wood. I grew up about thirty seconds away from the East Enders set. So oh. from my bedroom window, you can see the backs of the building. So so it's a big part of my wow. childhood. And we used to regularly do open days where you could walk round Albert Square. Uh, they, yes. you know, they do it once, where they throw the doors open once once a year. It's a big uh, part of your childhood. God, that makes me feel. Yeah. Well, so we think, well, if you grow up in Boreham Wood, everyone has some interaction. Supercar was a big part yeah. of my childhood. <laughs> anyway, so so, okay. so so I'd once, for example, I'd once met, I'd got Anita Dobson's autograph backstage at a Brian Cant gig. In, wow. Uh, wow. This is getting a bit desperate. Great, isn't great it? again so, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> this was pre May. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, May. yeah, this is, yeah, he this is, Brian. yeah. She's got one of yeah. those, she's one of those people. There's uh, always a Brian with her. There's, yeah, there's no overlap. When she smiles, you know those people who the teeth, <laughs> the teeth just sit on top of each other rather than overlapping. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's my showbiz smile when I was a child that I used to do. It's, it's a sort of a they shall not pass kind <laughs> of a smile. <laughs> the pearly gates. Yeah, that work as a teeth description. Just move on. <laughs> I've got to be honest. I, I want you to get onto this audition. So, so um, I was offered. It's quite rare because I'm assuming uh, you didn't get it. So no, I'm no, loving yeah. it. Were you Doctor Leg's nephew? <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Fenton. I've mentioned him before. Yeah, but yes. I couldn't say. Couldn't you see Steve as Doctor Leg's menu? Yes, uh, m- menu nephew. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different kind of EastEnders live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm in my <laughs> So carry on. What uh, were you auditioning for? Um, it was a, just. It was a brief part. It was going to be maybe sort of ten, ten appearances over. Oh, over, sort of, was, but it was good. I thought you'd be in the background um, <laughs> talking yeah. at the bar. Do you and know got... what I thought he'd be doing, Frank? I thought he'd be looking at his watch <laughs> at the market going, <sighs> <laughs> tapping it, like or, Jonathan or, Ross's mother always does. Or, but in, in the pub, but slightly obscured by the bust of Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't you just yeah. see the side And of they it. have to come over and say, can you just take it down a bit, yeah. mate? And, I, I mean, and I'm a terrible actor, so I, do, I hardly do any oh, castings uh, you know, at all over the year. And that's no reflection on our management. Uh, no. And... Uh, uh, I walked in and they said, "Well, obviously we've written. We've initially we've written the character as gay, but looking at you, obviously we won't. We won't make him gay." <laughs> so I thought, because kind of I'm so ruggedly heterosexual. Yeah, that's so rude. It's interesting. That would have been a time when that would have been a compliment to a man. Yeah, yeah. 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 And now you think, 
Oh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Am I not interesting enough? Yeah. Well, no, that means am I not buff enough, let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah, exactly. The castle boat was a... He was not well-dressed enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I think it might have been. Yeah, so. yeah I think it yeah. probably yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> But it was delightful. He was a love. The casting director he was an absolutely delightful human being. We had a fifteen-minute chat. Still after a part. Oh, uh, Steve. so and after then, a part. And then he said, "Okay, well, if you want to start the reading." And having chatted to him for fifteen minutes, he cut me off after forty-five seconds and went, "Right, I think that's all we need to see." He didn't. <laughs> oh, was, Can you remember any of your lines? Steve. It, it, it was lots of you know when you it's it, out of context, so yeah. it's just lots of you, you seen Kath. Where mm. is she? But I, I think I did point this out on Twitter in the week, yeah. but that's all they ask on EastEnders is, have you seen Ian? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do, do Have that, you seen yeah. John? That's what they just ask if you've seen people. They do. It's a bit like a, a very, very melodramatic Where's Wally. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. In uh, hashtag EE Live. Oh, yeah. So the big thing was... Um, they got the, they fluffed their lines, didn't they? Yes. One of the Not characters. Not much, yes. uh, did they? Not much. She said, how's Adam? <laughs> yeah. Instead of how's Ian? How's and, Adam? Uh, That's the it, actor's name. Yeah, and of course the person who fluffed that was the actress Jo Joyner, who is yes. the Cockrell's colleague from Trying Again. And Linda with a Y. From uh, from Doctor Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she's great. In that. I just I just wonder if she hadn't fluffed her lines, maybe trying again would have got a second series. Oh, I'm just saying. Is... I'm just saying. Steve. She is. Uh, does does, Alan, does Alan listen to the podcast? She is she's excellent. I think. Oh, she's fantastic. She's really yeah, great. Yeah, but do you know what? I think I was. I wonder if she's related to Bob Joyner. He used to have a motorbike shop in the West Midlands <laughs> in the nineteen sixties and seventies. No, of course she wasn't. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, we don't when know I was watching it, can I confess something? Go on. Uh, I haven't committed a murder. I found it very hmm. exciting, and I was saying to... Uh, I'm going to call him my boyfriend now. Okay. It's been going on long enough. That's OK. And uh, I did say, oh, do you know what's making me a bit stressed? It's the idea of Frank in this. <laughs> I kept thinking... <laughs> I said, what would Frank be like if he had to do this live? Like, he just... Because I just kept thinking about how you wouldn't be able to stop yourself sabotaging it. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> be able harsh. to stop yourself. It's true, though, Frank. Because if someone fluffed their lines, and someone said, oh, how's Adam? Instead of how's Ian? There's no way you wouldn't make a joke about that. You would not carry it would, would on. Would it be through. like the end of Tootsie? Yeah. He'd suddenly just start improvising. Well, yeah. You know, when I uh, when I did art in the West End, the <laughs> yeah. two actors who I was in it with sat me down day one of rehearsal and said, "You're not going to be doing jokes with the audience and that all the time, are you?" As if I had no idea of the fourth <laughs> wall. Oh, he sounded quite actorish when he said <laughs> yes, that. Yes, exactly. I love phrases like the fourth wall <laughs> and the, the half. Did you make the half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think, yeah. That, that to, you want a bit of that. I'd almost yes. factor some of that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. prove it's live. Yeah. Otherwise and she, was, and she was lovely about it as well. She took it with really good grace. Oh, now you're being so. nice about her. You've changed your tune. <laughs> yeah. Slagging her off one minute. But the worst thing is, I love EastEnders now. I'm going to start watching Are you a it. convert? Well, that's how it's supposed to work, of course. Yeah. A week of yeah, life yeah. is supposed to drag people in, isn't it? It's not very my brand either, let's be honest. No. Daisy's a fan. Uh, meaning? No, I'm just you saying... You mean it's her brand? Well, she likes The Voice, and she <laughs> likes uh, X Factor. Yeah. And she loves BGT. She's with me, though, that she likes The Gift. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen The Gift? I've, uh, I've seen Steve? clips. I've seen small... We'll come back to The Gift, because The Gift was quite a... 
quite interesting. Daisy's this week. one of those friends we've all got one. She's great because if you say, "Did you see that?" she goes, "Yes," because she saw everything. <laughs> yes, she's like a pensioner. She's our um, normal people correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> We're going over now to our normal people correspondent. <laughs> At absolute outside of Weatherspoons, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, who do you think will win this week's Take Me Out? <laughs> <laughs> it's all a bit like that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We know who killed uh, Lucy. Bobby. Bobby. I, don't, I don't know who yeah. Bobby is, but I know who yeah. killed Lucy. Who I don't know either. I, don't know who I, I got very is. confused. I thought it was Bobby Ball. <laughs> Rather oh. than Bobby, but I thought Tommy Cannon's going to be devastated. The, tr- are... the truth is, you know, strangers kill each other every day. I, mean, I-, I can't get upset about yeah. it. It's just <laughs> what happens. Otherwise, you, c- you couldn't get yeah. through life. It's also it's such a, th- th- so many shows have done the who, and in fact, EastEnders has done it several times. The who, yeah. who killed that? Who shot Jr? I think yeah. it started with who killed Cock Robin. That was the initial. They were trying to get. Yes. Pe- they were trying to drum up more interest in folk tales. Yeah, but the, the confession came quite early. In that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that, <laughs> they really milked it last night, though. But he killed her on um, Good Friday as well. Oh well, don't get too upset about that. <laughs> no, I can sympathise <laughs> with that. I, it was Ash Wednesday this week, and I fasted and get to about eight o'clock when you haven't <laughs> eaten all day. You yeah. kill anything, anything that moves. Did you have hunger? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did have hanger. Oh, yeah. Well, it's fashion week. Can you imagine what it's like on those fro's? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Fro's well, the front fa- row, by the way. They're no strangers <laughs> to a fast, though, to be fair. Not the fro? Well, just the, the fashion people. Yeah. yeah, the front row. Their life is a, <laughs> is a fast, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Life in the fast lane, that's what <laughs> I should call it. <laughs> I'll tell you the one, the highlight of the whole EastEnders thing for me yeah. was there was one of those great moments in the paper when they did a review of the programme, which included a reference to the National Grid. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. love that. With the kettles. <laughs> well, they didn't, because there's no, there's no breaks, of course. It's not oh, like the yeah. cup final when you get the big surge. Yeah. But it was just the, the National Grid says, you know, that uh, during that half hour or whatever it was, blah, blah, blah. And I love it when they bring the grid in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fabulous. I will it, watch it now, though, I think, after are you, this. Are you addicted now? Is it? Oh, that Adam... Or Ian, or whatever yeah. he's but called. It's, it's, it's obviously an there's, absolutely there's, first class. There's quite actor. a lot of backstory that you now don't know, so it's going to be sort of. Yeah, so Kathy coming back would be. Oh, I don't rub it in just because I've got a new pleasure in life. <laughs> yeah, Gillian Tailford's coming back. Yeah, she was. All, she'd been keeping a low profile, and not for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Lovely to be back. I haven't been. I've been not been. This is my first one of 2015. Well, it's lovely to have you, Steve. We what should we talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> I say, let the onion see the bargee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened then? <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> um, so what? Go on, what's well, when, when I was to? last on before Christmas, I was just about to play the O2, and that oh, was yes. the, and that was very exciting. And then since then, my, uh, my wife's now gone back to work post maternity, so I have I've gone from playing the O2 to being effectively an almost full time house husband. Oh, uh, are you bringing up baby? And I am me, bringing I be, up baby. And I bet you're about to say that's even more fulfilling than, than <laughs> going really well at the O2. No, am I right? It's a depressing experience. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I wish I could be on the road again. I like so your to keep that quiet, case there's <laughs> any pregnant people listening. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them. There, there, it's, it's that worry thing we're realising there's just certain days where I don't interact with anyone other than my seven-month-old daughter. Mm. And she seems bored of me. <laughs> yeah. 
so I've sort of negotiated with with the wife that we have kind of individual uh, cultural experiences. I get a daddy day off oh, where, where I'm allowed into into oh, certain, back out into polite society. And what do you do with this day? Well, I sort of I'm kind of desperate for any stimulation. So so I have done various weird things. I went to a I went to a classical concert. I saw Simon Rattle oh, con- yes. conduct some and- Sibelius. And, okay, uh, you and saw I, Simon Rattle. It was cold in there, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and I tried so hard to enjoy it. You know, I, I love was, that like, you did that with your day off. It was uh, hardly the Hangover too, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Simon <laughs> Rattle. Well, it was, I couldn't. I I keep trying to like classical music, and I couldn't <laughs> enjoy what it. What is it with classical music? <laughs> Is it? Well, there. I have given it every chance in the world. <laughs> it's had more chances than Pete Doherty in my house. <laughs> and I got, and, and this is what I always do. I put it on. I think this is brilliant. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this for the rest. I'm bored. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how it always yeah, yeah. goes. That's exactly that's the experience I, always... I had watching watching Sibelius, and all I could hear the lyrics in my head watching this classical music was "What's she gonna look like with a <laughs> chimney on her?" And I don't know why that entered my head. Mm. Can I tell you what I feel, Steve? I always feel I'm about to kill someone in a film. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? If the classical music comes, I think, "Oh my god, I'm going to have to murder someone." <laughs> it's I really I I have not given up. I I want to be a person who likes classical music. That's what I want to be. You're not. That that tight. Yeah. Come on. Too many instrumentals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's For trying so hard. And there are people who are loving the people who leave and kind of go to sub- That's the thing. I wonder. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now I, uh, and the applause at the end. Oh, do they, uh, do they applaud? Do they? Yeah. They come out. How do and they, they, they come out? There were people actually shouting bravo. Yeah, oh, I know. And oh, in a non-ironic, parents. in a to non-ironic fair, my parents way. are just hired out for every gig to do that. <laughs> To be honest, I was having a conversation about uh, a TV show, and they said, what side is it on? And that's why they were shouting bravo. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> um, I, like the use, I like the use of side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What side is it on? <laughs> no, I still say that. Don't people say Did that anymore. Did you tape it? <laughs> but it, they clap, so you clap, and then, yeah. the, and then uh, the violinists all stand up, so you clap then, then the bloke goes, then he comes back, <laughs> then they, you have to pace yourself at a clap. Honestly, I'm not exaggerating, my hands are red and, and stinging after applauding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time they get game. to the oboe, you're done. <laughs> oh, I tell you, and, and the thing is, by that stage, you just want to get the hell out of there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Opera, funnily enough... I'm all right with because yeah. you get you get like you know you get a, a play on stage. Yeah, there's a story, and also there's some I words mean. and stuff. Okay, they're Italian, but or German, <laughs> but they're words, you yeah. know. <laughs> but just watching someone, uh, mm. and I want, I want, I want to. So yeah. you didn't get anywhere with it. So that was yeah. So that was a wasted bit of freedom. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And I had a happier experience this way. I saw. I went to see a play. I went to see The Nether. Oh, uh, yes. which is excellent, isn't it? A bit. Uh, it's a. It's a, the dark world of the internet. It is challenging. It's one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen live. You're but, really but making the most of these nights off. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just anything for non-baby stuff. Yeah. But then leaving the theatre, I saw. I saw someone. I saw people losing their minds at something. People were getting very excited, and mm. I couldn't work out why. And then emerging through this crowd of people, also leaving the theatre, was Christoph Waltz. Oh. Uh, and I lost my mind as well. He was so ex- he is one of the most he he. It's as if he's lit. Is it impolite to Google? Oh, 
that he, uh, you, was he, no uh, idea uh, no, he, was he, how do you spell it uh, uh, he's an Oscar winning actor Chris so, so can I be honest Steve the fact was, that I've had okay. to say was he before his name means he's not yeah. that famous he's he was Han- in 12 years a slave uh, though no he uh, I don't mm. think he's in he's Hans Lander in Inglorious I won't say that word the, the Tarantino film oh yeah the he's in 12 film. years a slave as well isn't he he could well be. I I'll look older before and we go through his CV. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of him. Is he young, attractive, old? Uh, he's, he's in his forties or fifties. Okay. Um, he, People he's are also, excited. He's to also see in that. Django Unchained. He's an Oscar-winning actor. Like he's, he's yeah. really. I know. I mean Django Unchained. Yeah, he's in Django Unchained. Yes. <laughs> right. Good. I, yes, it's great. Right. You've confused Django Unchained <laughs> and Twelve Years a Slave. This is. If we, we can Barry, enjoy if that. Barry Norman hosted this show. <laughs> yeah. This, this is, is a film review show from people who've only seen a few films. Yes. This is the worst link we've ever done. Christoph Waltz. I, I, I thought he would be right up your street. He's a fantastic actor. But, it, but I've never seen him in the flesh. He glows. Of he is the know. most charismatic. After your Mr. EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't fluff an audition. He's the most charismatic. Can say that? In terms of in the flesh, just he glows from within. Yes. And I've only seen him and maybe Mylene Class are the only people I've ever seen where, where they just radiate charisma. Kylie Minogue. Oh, is she what, the, about yes, Jim, yes. what about Jim Carrey? Yes. <laughs> what about when I ended up in his dressing room? I really Anyway, anyway, well, anyway um, no. music. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Stevie Hall is with us today. <laughs> Not Stevie. You can uh, text us on 812.15. Some have. Not as many as usual, I would say. Follow the show <laughs> on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Abbey website. Well, we actually do have a tweet. Abbey Radio. We have a tweet, Justin. Uh, we do get several tweets. I've told you tweets. before, don't call me Justin. <laughs> <laughs> but often they're talking about things we can't really share, like the music and mm. certain songs being censored, etc. Mm. Uh, La Chica Irlandesa has uh, me. tweeted us. Who, who has? La Chica Irlandesa. Okay. Does that uh, translate as the Irish bird? That, I hope that, so, because I haven't, che- I haven't done a... Hollandaise. Um, no, Erlendeza. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I haven't, I haven't done a check on that to see yeah. if that's a. Uh, try Rachmaninoff. It's so dramatic you won't get bored, Frank. Yes, okay. I was with uh, <clears throat> a friend of mine once, and um, we were listening. We tried. We had a go at classic. We put um, Radio Three on, and uh, when it came back, that the. the Pres- the presenter said that was Rachmaninoff, and he said, well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought it was That's very nice. <laughs> what about what Rick says? I should say his avatar is of uh, Vincent van Gogh. He's oh, obviously okay. a cultured chap. Okay. And he says in response to your, uh, you know, what is it with classical music comment, he says, it's great, Frank. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's because he's got, he just has it on his no ear. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> We've also, uh, Martin Hodder has tweeted to say, we were told classical music settles young kids. Uh, he says, my son would only settle to meatloaf bat out of hell. <laughs> you see, we did play a Boz quite a lot of classical music um, to try and make him a sensitive, um, intelligent being. But it drove me up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I believe me, I'm not anti. I want to like you. I'm going to try and remember, rem- I, I'm, I'm, I might have a um, beef roulette. 
No, but I really, I want to get. Yeah, well, that, that's I'm going to try yeah, man right. enough. That's the point. It's, we're not, we're not dissing. So we're We've actively tried to engage with it. I want to it. be. I just from so I look clever. I want to like it. Mm. I'm told that one of the myths about classical music is that you can have it on in the background. And if I bought a book called something like Classical One Hundred and One or something, right, it's yeah, called, yeah. and. Um, Yes. And <laughs> and the idea, he said, you just shot everything out, you sit in a room and mm. get a real good sound system and you absolutely have a shower in it. You don't think of anything else, do anything else. You listen to every tiny thing of it. Are but, you, uh... The, the one Did your parents I, I have, ever play it? No. <laughs> okay. I don't mind a bit of Marla. Well, That's the only, uh... Oh sure, but that's but that's <laughs> lying. Don't that's start the, lying. But the only reason I like that was that I recognised it as the old Castrol GTX advert. Well, that's it, you say. My dad actually did used to play Richard Torber, who was like an old. Oh tenor. yes, yes. Only a simple little melody, <laughs> only for you, only for me. <laughs> um, anyway, was that your dad? That was my dad. You can go now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you down the pocket. Oh, leave it. You've <laughs> got that salt in your pocket in case anyone assaults you. Assaults. That's where it comes from. So, anyway, what's in the news this week, guys? I wanted to talk about Andy Murray. Uh, Andy Murray's. Sp- m- specifically? Or? Mm. Yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, he's not even in the news. I'm just obsessed with him. Oh, yes, I know. Uh, his, his motivational techniques oh, yes. yeah. have been yeah. leaked. Now, I'm always very interested in motivational techniques yeah i am um, was the first time i went to america i was in uh, los angeles and there was a I shop the you say that <clears throat> there was a shop that just sold motivational things like posters and statues and badges and stuff. <laughs> that's all it had that's amazing. and i went in there and i bought it was a it was a little like a sort of statue of a baseball mm. and it said people who moan about the bounce of the ball are usually the ones who dropped it. Oh. And so I bought that. It's still on, my, to us? still on my desk now. Nice. So I'm all for... I'm, I'm yeah. very keen on it. Don't say that to us. We're not ball droppers. <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting not that. Not since I was a teenager. <laughs> oh. 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 I think... Oh, I think right. oh dear. I oh. need a motivational technique. <laughs> I can only ha- say, hashtag orcs. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We were just um, moving into Mori territory. Absolutely, yes. it's because his. So th- there was a photo of the ten, and this is next to him as he's playing. Yes, uh, in Rotterdam. Well, not as he's playing; it's by his chair. By his chair, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he hasn't got one of those little uh, lecterns that people have when they're doing the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been that'd get in the way. Wouldn't it's it? next to the uh, the uh, Robinsons, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, by the in, I think he, if in, on, on a windy day, he probably weighs it down with a banana. <laughs> yeah. They still ha- ever have the Robinsons? No, just the Coke Zeros now. Isn't oh, it? do they? They must have the Robinsons at Wembley, don't they? At um, Wimbledon. I like the way you looked at Charlie. Well, she's she's Charlie posh. because she's, she's posh. She'll know about tennis. Know. Yeah, it's all she right. Confirms. She's okay. She's blonde. I, can, I should buy her. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, yeah, so what, well, I'm going like to be the... honest about it. Mm. Uh, as yeah. a fan of the motivational, I thought it was a little <laughs> bit Route One. Yeah, ab- absolutely. What, try your best. <laughs> try <laughs> your yeah. best was one of the yeah. notes. And, well, and the first ones are incredibly nebulous. They get a bit more specific as time as as they go on, but the first ones were particularly dull. Be yes. good to yourself. Uh, number well, one, yeah, be good to yourself, which sounds like a Sainsbury's Taste the Difference <laughs> ad. <laughs> it does. <laughs> 
do your best. He actually pays someone. Yeah, yeah. Who says, here's my first tip, Andy. No. Do your best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can see that w- that would help. What about yeah. be intense with your legs? Be intense. Yeah. There's two I about mean, that, legs. I mean, to be fair, that's something you've always done, Frank. I have. Yeah. But, but, but there's two about legs. Keep yeah. your legs moving, be intense with your legs. I mean, you, if he didn't have that on the side, is the idea that he'd be standing there, balls would be flying <laughs> yeah, past, yeah, like, yeah. you know, 18 inches either side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Corey, so. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also intense with your legs. That implies he's, st- he's chatting to his legs going, I've never met anyone quite like you, legs. You're absolutely amazing. I just don't know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't need an aide de memoir exactly. yeah, to yeah. move your legs yeah. at for tennis. As, for as Even useless, I knew that. As useless as those notes were, they might as well have just had a poster next to him of a cat and it just says, hang in there. And it's got the cat <laughs> clinging to a tree. I think he should have a Garfield saying, need more coffee. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my that's motivational. The kind of, that's the kind of thing I mean. Do you, do you use any motivational uh, uh, The one thing, thing I do is I, uh, th- before a show, I look at a picture of my baby. That is, that is... You are it's, having yeah. a laugh. It's, it's pathetic, but it's true. Yeah. If it's, like, if it's a slightly lovely. rowdy... With its mouth you know, open, thinking, I've got to feed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just her, just next to some, sh- <laughs> next to some shoes. They need these. But just really? as, a, as a... Particularly if it's, like, a really awful My motivation gig. is before, before a show, I, um, I Google Earth West Bromwich... <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> I've done, I had to do a public speaking thing recently. And you know what I do? Little tip, which we Go can on. all do. Schedule in a nice um, meal afterwards somewhere with a glass of champagne. Because then I know that'll be waiting for me. I don't think I should do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know yeah. what I'll be waiting for yeah. me. Be intense with your champagne. <laughs> Waste ground. With your champagne. Waste ground will be waiting That's for what you. Randall Fine it? said to me once. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I really thought we were going to get some fabulous insights. Yeah, yeah. Because they're very into all that motivational yeah. thing, the tennis players, in a way that footballers aren't. He said, keep going for your serve. Well, it's a bit rude yeah. one, isn't it? They also said one of them was try Hit to be the, the one... over the other side of the yeah. net and inside those lines was one <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. things. One was try to be the one dictating. They've obviously had to be careful with that because they can't say be a dictator. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What? They can't say what would Kim Jong Un do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is what I would have on a motivational. What would, yeah, what would be the because um, it's WWJD on, on the <laughs> yeah, badges yeah. for what would Jesus do? What yeah, would Kim yeah. Jong Un? What would that be? <laughs> we'll get back yeah. for that. Yeah. You don't have to text him. We'll be able to work it out with a pen and paper. Yeah. It'd be great if one of the motivational tips was just be better than Tim Henman. Just mm. really. he's done that, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Well, everyone's done that. <laughs> I've done that, and I use a wooden racket still. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Next. Well, Steve Hall, what oh, have actually, you got I've, got, I've actually got a piece of paper here on the desk that says, don't say what next. Oh. It's my radio <laughs> show motivation. Oh, no. Don't it, say what next. No long silences. And, uh, be more intense with yeah. your thorax. Yeah, no <laughs> classical music stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about your bomb in minute detail. <laughs> Don't mention EastEnders. Yeah. Oh, we've, had, well. we've had some response on the classical music uh, front. Uh, 511 has said, uh, hear, that hearing the name Richard Torber brings back some memories. His grandmother still cries a tear when she hears, we'll gather lilacs. We'll gather lilacs in the spring again and walk together down an English leg. Where's he from? Germany. Oh. <laughs> Used to wear a monocle. I mean, you don't get many singers now in a monocle. Mm. 
Gabrielle, she had the chance to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> you never see, do you, a sort of uh, sunglass monocle? No, you know, no, a shaded really. monocle. Yes. Do reactor rapide do a monocle? <laughs> <laughs> That's this morning's texting. If they don't, I want to know why. So is anyone from David Clulo listening? <laughs> 635 has uh, tweeted us. Hi, Frank, Emily and Steve. Speaking of Kim Jong-un, have you <laughs> seen the new do he debuted this week? Extraordinary. No. Have you not seen it? What's I've he not seen it? Oh, it's like a telephone. It's like a sort of, you know those 1970s telephones, you know, so it's sort of rounded on both ends, a bit of a roll he's got in the middle. Oh, I see. He's gone for a rotary look. He? He's, um, he's still got it going on. Oh, good on him. I'm just saying I would. <laughs> we all know I would. Yeah. I've made no secret of that. No, he's got something about If him. I wasn't spoken to. he's got very good skin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kim Jong. Well, tell me yeah. something I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if only it was his. I think it's his uncle's. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the leg? Because there was a gammy leg, wasn't there? Yeah, it was supposed something to do with his diabetes. It was, it was, Jeez! Well, it, I've just seen that Daisy um, has just showed me a picture <laughs> of, uh, of Kim. Excuse me, uh, why is that on your Instagram, a picture of Kim Jong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, looks like, he looks like he's looking over some school railings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I see what I mean think, about the phone? I think they're microphones, but it really looks like he's looking <laughs> over the railings for his dad to come. <laughs> oh, poor old Kim. Mm. Uh, so, shall we... Oh, sorry? Oh, wait, that is a hell of a do. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if we should just talk about photos. <laughs> at the, this, is, this must be on my motivation list, to not do that. <laughs> yeah. Shall we go to uh, the corner? Oh, yes, OK. Nobody puts... Uh, I can't even... Here it is. <laughs> So okay. We have had an email uh, that says, last week, uh, no, no addressing, just straight into the email, last week Bob Dylan gave a superb speech at a tribute night for him in LA. He ended the speech with, the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, but no, now get out. No. Where oh. did he get that from, I wonder? <laughs> he also used, I'm going to put an egg in my shoe and beat it. <laughs> That's a possible ending. Good. Yes. That's a great ending, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> What I like is that Bob Dylan speech, which was brilliant. If anyone likes Bob Dylan, as as I, um, he got me through my difficult teenage <laughs> years, Steve. You know, mm. I love Bob Dylan. If you love Bob Dylan, have a look at this. Uh, I speech. had George it's Michael. It's you wonderful. had Bob Dylan. Yeah, we've all got our yeah. um, our hairy men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my and they all look like Jewish grandmothers. Yeah. Well, he did a brilliant speech, and he talked about all sorts. He talked about. Um, bad reviews that he'd had and stuff but he, I think that the, the most severe Bob Dylan review I bet he's never heard and it was when um, Elton John said to me that um, Sir Elton John said to me that Bob Dylan was the worst charades player he'd ever played with <laughs> 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 that is so marvellous that's awesome he also singled out um, Joan Baez who oh. I think uh, I've mentioned it before. It's the, I think he should have singled that as the greatest heckler of all time. Joan Baez used to go to gigs and she used to harmonise with the singers from from <laughs> oh, the audience. That's incredible. I mean, that is imagine that hearing a harmony coming up that you, you weren't expecting. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Well, if you recognise it as Joan Baez <clears throat> in the crowd. Um, if you realise that it's someone... That's I don't like know, when, uh, when Frank starts doing material at other comics gigs. I've heard of people <laughs> taking um, harmonicas to Bob Dylan gigs and joining in on the... Really? Yeah. <laughs> I should say that email was from Robin Carter, 
mm. which is very near to Reuben Carter, who was the hurricane. Oh, of course. Who's a subject of one of Dylan's songs. I think he his name by dude, Paul, but he's a, he's, he's a very um, lackadaisical character and get, didn't get it quite right. Yeah. He says, good enough for Bob, good enough for Frank. Well, that's true. I've never claimed that If the Good Lord Spares Us and the Creeks Don't Rise is, is mine. I mean, it was, it yeah. was, I well, think it was a goodbye to some, on some old country. Yeah. Well, like it's a, grand old when, Oprah it's a Hank, Hank Williams is who is... Uh, I, think, I think Dylan, in that speech, gives Yeah, a but I'm not Williams. even sure it's Hank Williams. Well, it's, well, it's the, the song. It's, fall it's a, out. It's, John, <laughs> it's a Jerry... Jerry Reed wrote the song, and, and Johnny Cash does the first popular oh, version Steve. of it. Anyway. Dick absolute Fiddy. Radio. <laughs> mind you again. Absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Are still in the corner? Absolutely. I think we are. Okay. I have a missive in from uh, Layla. If only I'd got that. I now know. I could just go and do <laughs> a little, 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 <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Hi, Frank. We've stopped using teaspoons in our house. You were talking about these recently, weren't you? Were we what were we about saying something? about teaspoons? I can't even I can't uh, remember. It will come recall. to me. Along the same lines as your war against time increments. Oh, no, oh, it was related right. to this, the t- oppressive twelfths, wasn't it? Yes. We've decided that we will no longer rummage in the cutlery pot for teaspoons that are never where you expect them to be. You need a section. She needs a proper section. Yeah, That's what yeah. we've got. A bit personal. Anyway, <laughs> what's wrong with a normal-sized spoon? No-one uses miniature knives or forks. <laughs> That's a good, that, that is a good point. <laughs> Thinking of going the same way with socks. Why do they need to match? Massive praise and... To- oh, no, can't read that. No. Anyway. Well, That's um... That's from Layla. The thing... It's, I like the point that, you d- the, that no one, uh, <clears throat> well, obviously children do, but the not small knives and forks. The big spoon, my first thought, is mm. the, um, the soft-boiled egg in the egg cup. Oh, you're right. I yeah. mean, a soldier, you know, a toasted soldier will take out, it'll take out the greater part of the yolk. But yes. the, the albumen, Ab- yes. you'd, you'd struggle to get that out with, uh, with also, toast. Yeah. And you can't get a big spoon. As someone who works in the fashion industry... The teaspoon is useful, just from the yeah. point of view of eating less. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant to say yeah. shoehorn. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do eat less, you see. I, I'm going to put in a little argument in favour of miniature knives and forks, because a cake fork, you get little... You are, mm. We've got some miniature forks. Mm. Or, or indeed a paring knife, yeah. if you're dealing with, say, some vanilla pods. Someone, oh. Someone's middle class, Frank, in the studio. Also, albumen, mm. the white of the egg... Once it's cooked, that's basically packing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that really it's an envelope? Styrofoam. Mm. It's an envelope element. I mean, it's the, it's the yolk you're after. That's the good stuff. Odd socks. Both Kath... Kath has worn odd socks ever since I've known her, and she's now got our child wearing odd socks as well. And I don't really approve. But these people, they're all right being colourful characters. How often do you see them in odd gloves? Sorry, uh, yeah, these yeah. people, that's your child yeah. and yeah. your life partner. <laughs> but Kath will actually wear odd gloves, yeah. that's so. I find something reassuring, pe- wearing paired match socks, it's like accepting that the universe is all chaos and cruelty, but my socks match. It's <laughs> a little, just, it's a little gesture of nice, defiant uh, hope. I just get nice Homer Simpson socks, like Frank. I just, <laughs> I've got my Peppa Pig pants on, I should say. I, um, I, don't, uh, I don't like the idea of my feet. Looking at each other and thinking, oh, how come he gets to wear? <laughs> I don't want to be looking <laughs> under the table saying, I'm watching you two. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
Now, we've heard an awful lot about you this week. We have. And a significant amount about you, Frank. But what about me? Mm. Because I did something very exciting. I think you're both going to find this, um... Oh, I'm going to go Excellent. alluring. You tore yourself away <laughs> from EastEnders. No, I donned full high-vis wear this week. London Fashion Week isn't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> day, day glow is in. I went on a tour of the Crossrail Tunnels. Are you familiar with Crossrail? Mm, I know the name, but I don't really know, I know what it name, means. I know the name, like it's some old actor. What does it mean? <laughs> Steve, can you explain Crossrail, please? It's the new thing, I think it's opening in 2018, mm -hmm. and it's east to west, and it's going to open up. Is it that one that's going to go to Birmingham really fast? No. Uh, that's high speed too. Going <laughs> uh, to uh, Birmingham. God, this has become like a sort of train enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> Is it steam or diesel? It's going to be amazing. I asked the chairman, we had a slide presentation. I went with my boyfriend because he was doing, I don't know what it was, some TV thing. I don't ask questions. I just do Kate Middleton, loyal companion. And um, <laughs> I'm a very good corporate companion. I decided. <laughs> very good. I was very charming. I, I give good handshake. I sat there with them. <laughs> oh, God. Just let me, uh, let me just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had a slide presentation. They were yeah. lovely. The chairman, I met the chairman. I was a bit cheeky, though. I worried I pushed it a bit. I didn't want to embarrass him, you know. I said... Uh, you don't want to push him on the slide presentation. <laughs> he'll, no. He'll go down face well, first. I, I stood at the head of the table. I said, it's like I'm chairing the meeting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No one laughed. No. <laughs> um... I had some questions. Are you still in high-vis at yeah. the table? <laughs> yes. High-vis at the table. Oh, shall I tell you about when I put the high-vis on? So, I had a choice. They said, do you want in inners or outers? I didn't know. I said outers sounded safer. Yes. The outers you put on over the jean. I thought this oh. was... <laughs> isn't this a nipple classification? <laughs> <laughs> I put them on over the jean. Oh, I see. Then the big jacket. I look lovely. Big hard Was hat. it orange or yellow? Orange! Or green? Orange! Well, green. sometimes you get green in Yeah, there. yeah. Green. What am I? A cyclist? I'm going around the cross rails. Okay. I had gloves. I had glasses. <laughs> I had a hard Hive hat. glasses. <laughs> That's a big... Timmy Safety Mallet. glasses. Uh, we said we uh, walked through Oxford Street in the high vis. My boyfriend said, I feel like an astronaut. <laughs> we felt, like, yeah. so special. You felt so powerful in those high vis. Yeah. People don't come near you. No. I'm picturing this like the beginning of an adult movie. <laughs> Just, just you, impossibly glamorous. But, but I, uh, I know I had all hair and makeup as well. I asked the chairman. I had some questions while he was, I stopped the slide presentation for some Did questions. You? Wow. I'm sure that went down well. I, said, I can um, imagine the sound of your hand raising in a high vis. <laughs> <laughs> As it went on. My first question, how did you choose where to stop it? <laughs> I think that's a good question. I ask that to the portrait artist <laughs> on, uh, on the Sky Portrait Show every, every week. Yeah. It's a good question. And how do you pick the stations? Who picks the stations? Yeah. Who decides where it stops? Who pays the ferryman? <laughs> I didn't ask that. Do you not pay it? Oh, OK. No. Uh, so I don't know what Crossrail is, but I bet it's going to be good. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, I was wearing the high-vis. <laughs> yeah. Before I put the high-vis on, guess what I asked? I said, where's my costume? <laughs> I don't think you call it that, do you? Oh, I see. <laughs> high-vis costume. And you'll be so proud of me, Frank, because they gave me an oxygen tank for if you die or something. And I, I said, I fashioned it as a belt. Because I thought at least I'd look thin. An oxygen tank? It comes on a strap, so I tied oh, it as a belt. Wow. Everyone had to wait for me while I did that. 
But anyway, you've revolutionised the high vis industry. Yeah. It's going to be great. Everyone get down there in uh, 2018, isn't it? I think so. I think that's when. Bit it's of early PR for them. Yeah. Okay. I does suppose with people getting their tickets now. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be announcing the first delays on the train in a, in a few months' time. How I dare imagine. you? These are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to keep the high vis? No. Okay. Friends, you call them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch um, The Gift this week? I, no, I've not seen it. I've been intending to watch it. I know it's incredibly earnest no. because Mel Gedroich goes I've, makeup free. I've, so heard I, I I've heard it keeps on giving. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. it's, oh, uh, last week, Steve, I talked about the fact that if I had to do... It's, it's, it's a programme which you go and either thank or apologise to someone from your past. Yeah. And I thought it would be, be some of the kids who I bullied at school. <laughs> Mm. I would go and say sorry. And then this this week, a school He's the bully... the only celebrity to admit that you bullied people. A school bully went back and at least I got it all out of my system when I was a child. Most most celebrities wait until they become adults before they do it. Um, so I, I went back... Uh, sorry, this guy went back and he actually did it. This guy had been a horrible... I mean, I was really? a verbal bully. This guy had really knocked this right. guy about. And obviously it was, it was an awful, yeah. awful story. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, but it got to the point at the end. And, he, and this bully had already... This kid who had been bullied had said, I'd nev I'll never forgive him. I, I, don't, I don't mind meeting him and hearing his apology, but I tell you now, I'll never forgive him. And they meet, and the bully says, oh, you know, I really feel... I'm, I'm terrible about it for years, feeling terrible. He said, OK, well, I do. I do forgive you. I thought I couldn't, but I do. And he sort of went, well, thanks very much. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I thought, no, 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 that's bullying. That's what that is. <laughs> it was like, I was so ready to cry. And because it was two blokes, I suppose, from the north, it was a bit... Anyway, thanks very much. Well, I'll see you again, maybe. <laughs> that was it. You know what? I yeah. No, that's tyranny of the meek, and I like it. It's revenge of the of the meek. Yeah, revenge of the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a show a show built on saying sorry. That is pretty much the most British show you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like sorry, you know. Sorry, I didn't know this was your seat. <laughs> they don't go back. It's quite. That's what I'd like thing. to sorry see. I that. I, your life. I'd like to see people apologising for really minor things. <laughs> <laughs> 25 yeah. years ago, I bumped into you in a queue. I'd like to go, people to go back and say, you know, when I said sorry to you about... I'm withdrawing. Yeah. <laughs> I realised that that regret wasn't real. That'd be great. <laughs> it's a really good programme if you like, you know, mawkish sentimentality and all that. You talk about <laughs> it so often. <laughs> 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 we talk about it on this show now. But I'll tell you now, there was an interview. When, when Matt Baker spoke to him about bullying, Matt Baker mm. said, actually, I was bullied at school. And that section is one of the most spectacular pieces of television I've really? ever seen. There you go. <laughs> iPlayer. <laughs> BBC. My friends. <laughs> so, uh, the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Thank you, Steve, so much. You're always a welcome addition to the show. And, and now both you and the audience get out. <laughs> Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.